0: there friends. I'm Karen Pennington and I just want to start by asking for your prayers. I've had a lot of distractions lately. A lot of amazing things happening. First of all, uh, my book, An Anointed Mess, Discovering the Daily Adventure of Grace, is just so close to being ready and out. We're actually going to start pre-sales within the next couple of weeks. I'm just about to convert some of this into a podcast because if you're like me you'd rather like listen in the car than just sit down and look at my face all day but (laughs) um, I wanted to make it available for both and so that's happening and there's some cool stuff happening in my family and I've had so many technical difficulties the past couple of days I uh, couldn't even open my software to get to speak with you this morning. It took me forever. It was just completely removed from my desktop. Yesterday I could open my sophomore, but it took me an hour to look at the video and then even then I couldn't upload it. So all of that to say, I don't want to spend too much time on the distractions, but there've been many of them. So your prayers would be coveted, just that God would keep me focused. I tend to go down rabbit holes and get very easily distracted a lot of times and I want to focus on the main thing. So any way you could partner with me in praying for that, encouraging anything would be great. So I wanted to talk just a little bit about treadmills and downloads today. I love to walk. I love to walk. I don't know how many of you love to walk, but I, I just love to walk. I purposely am doing some of what I'm doing because it's walkable to get to work. The, the work I do right now, even in the winter, my husband's constantly trying to give me a ride because he feels bad for me, but I have a card. Don't want to use it. I like that being in nature and the engagement. And honestly, I like the idea of kind of just the moving forward and getting somewhere. I like having a destination and moving towards that. But in the process, there being kind of a peace about it. I make phone calls, I talk to God. It's just something that's very satisfying to me. What I detest, absolutely are treadmills. (laughs) There's nothing wrong with treadmills. I'm not saying that you're like a bad person if you use them. I personally feel like a gerbil every time I go on a treadmill. It's just that thing about uh, you're running and running and running and running and you've gone nowhere. Now, that said, if your plan is just to expel energy, help your heart, not that there's not value to it, but me, (laughs) I'm on a treadmill. First of all, it's, not unlikely that I could fall off of it because I kind of moved to my own rhythm and I'm not very good. always at a steady pace and I could easily talk and trip up and it's, they're, they're dangerous for me. I'm a little bit of a klutz. But then also just that idea of moving and moving and moving and you don't have the wind in your face because you're never moving forward. I can't, I just don't like that feeling because I always want to be moving forward and moving towards something. I would almost rather be moving in the wrong direction and then come back Than just not move. That like. I don't know. Spiritually I guess they call that lukewarm. I just rather be going somewhere. And uh, I know spiritually sometimes I get stuck. I get. Have you ever had that feeling where you're just moving and moving and moving. And you're just wearing yourself out. And at the end of the day. The only thing that you've accomplished is being tired, (laughs) you know, you're just giving everything and you're giving everything and you're giving everything and, and then you're just burnt out, you know, spiritually fatigued, mentally fatigued, trying to show love, but really at the end of the day, angrier at the people you're supposed to be loving because you don't feel like they're appreciating it or helping you. uh. Maybe I'd say a lot of us who are parents have gone through that. A lot of us who are in ministry have gone through that. A lot of us who breathe have gone through that. Just that idea of working and working and working and working. And you almost feel like worse (laughs) at the end of the day. And I really have to guard against that because I can be so task oriented. And I'll get kind of gung-ho. Let's do it. Let's do it. And then my plans get bigger. My plans get bigger. And then they get away from me. And then I'm doing a zillion things. For the Lord and for the people I love. And then I'm just angry and it didn't happen. And I've realized God has really, um, even during this season, laid it upon my heart to be careful that I have a balance there. Because, see, I get, since I'm doing YouTube videos and since I'm doing new pictures and I'm doing all this new social media stuff for my book, I'm doing a lot of uploads. And all week long, every day, every day a new message, every day a new picture, every day a new saying, and then I go to school and I'm uploading, trying to upload love and education and self-confidence into these children's lives. And I was really convicted a few weeks ago that I needed to get out of upload mode, that I needed to make sure that I was downloading too. That I was downloading, and what's happening is like I will, you know, download, I get this word from the Lord, and then sometimes I don't enjoy it because it's always about who do I share it with? Who do I share it with? And there, there's nothing wrong with that, but it, when it's always about how you're pushing out, how you're outputting, how, it, sometimes it feels like, you know, walking on a treadmill. It's like, am I just doing this to expel energy? How? Why do I feel like I haven't moved forward? And so I really feel very strongly, I believe that that's why God commanded us to take a Sabbath, which isn't about Sunday. It may not even be about church, although church definitely is a great resource for that when you have a right family of believers and when you're seeking God and worshiping him. It's really about taking that time to rest and receive the Lord and remember who God is. You know, I'm challenged by the words of a pretty pretty well known passage, John one. I memorized this package when I was in high school, not because I'm a superhero or anything like that, but because I got jealous of somebody in church who was Bible quizzing and memorized twelve verses in a row and they were two years younger than me and I struggle with pride. So literally I was like, Well, I'm gonna learn fourteen verses in a row. Not because I need to, but because people need to know I'm smarter than this kid. I'm 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 not smarter than Guy is still way smarter than me. I just happened to memorize one more verse in a row. But it happened to be John, and it talks about, you know, in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. He was with God in the beginning. We're talking about Jesus. And through him all things were made. Nothing had been made that was made without him. And him was life, you know, it's this is life, it's talking, That life was the light of all people. And then it goes on and says, the light shines in the darkness, but the darkness did not understand it, or did not receive him. And this is the part that challenges me. 112. John 112. Yet to all who received him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. That right, that word right excuse me, actually means authority. Not like right, like here's a ticket, you can come into the amusement park. But right like inheritance. Like, you are allowed to speak in the name of your father. There are things that a servant cannot do that a child can. There are things that even a friend cannot do that an heir can. And that's the authority that's given. But what do we do? He said, receive it. It didn't say to all who did all the right works, who kept all the commandments, who went to confession every day, who fed the poor, who did everything on the list of things that you know you should do, they're the ones that were given authority. No, those are great. Those don't get us to God. Those are an overflow of the gift that we receive. You know, see, as an heir, sometimes heirs have, do have responsibilities, but they have to receive their name as an heir first. They have to accept. And that word receive, when we think of receiving, sometimes we think it's like passive. Like someone gave you a gift for your birthday. Oh, thanks. You know Well yeah, I guess in a sense it's passive and active because somebody's giving us something. We can't afford it. We didn't buy it, we didn't earn it. But receiving, that word is an active, actively receiving. Like you have a million dollars in the bank, you gotta go to the bank and check that baby out. Because that million dollars is not serving anybody at all. Maybe it's collecting interest, but it's not buying you the shoes you need or paying your rent unless you go and access that money and i as i was thinking of this this morning i was actually reading joshua this isn't just a new testament thing joshua children of israel right they had been delivered from slavery and they had this inheritance that they were allowed to receive right almost pretty much straight out of egypt out of getting out of slavery but they got scared and they said no we we can't handle this these people are like giants and so instead of actively receiving it would have taken a little bit of faith it would have taken a little bit of move forwards but it was really just here's a gift God's giving it to us just take that step go to the bank I mean get off your lazy butt and go to the bank but instead of doing it they're like, no I think this is too hard so instead they pretty much walked around like gerbils <laughs> in the dead in the desert covering so much land in this little area but getting nowhere for 40 years because they wasn't because they couldn't walk. They were doing that. It's because they wouldn't receive. It's because they couldn't just stand up and say, God, I'm going to take it. And then they got into idolatry because they had a hard time waiting on God when Moses was up on the mountain 40 days. And so let's take out an insurance policy. Let's start melting down some, some of our metal and our earrings and, you know, can, <laughs> worshiping hearings. And you know, some of the stuff we do that we think will earn us God is just ridiculous. <laughs> what I do is ridiculous. When we get into that thing of gossip where we're trying to justify ourselves and then we call it maybe we'll call it prayer. Oh Lord, please be with Ethel. We know her granddaughter is having so many drug problems and and then we say it really loud in front of everybody embarrassing Ethel. Well, really, we're just saying, God, look at how good I am because I want to help this other person, so I'm going to say it, you know, and we do things to hurt ourselves and we call that self-denial and we're really just starving ourselves, you know, and we, we do things that we would call, we call it love, but sometimes it's spoiling or rejection or just, we don't want to make them feel bad. So we'll just let them do whatever and deal with the consequences of ourselves, that that's just bad parenting, you know, and we do all these things, and so they're like wandering around doing all these dumb things for forty years um, and learning too, when all they had to do was receive. And then finally, Joshua steps into the land. Um, Moses is gone now, Aaron is gone now. Joshua and pretty much Caleb—they're the last of the leaders who went through it in the in the wilderness—and they go and they've won all this land. And he, Joshua eighteen. Three, how long will you wait before you take possession of the land the Lord God of your ancestors have given you? Now, that's sort of passive because God gave it to you. But then there's just a very active thing where it says take possession. See, what I've learned about download, it doesn't require the same resources because you're receiving the resources it doesn't require the same energy but it does still take an amount of effort you have to find what you need to download and then you have to click download and it takes time unless you have the best computer in the world which i don't you are the newest usually when you click download it could take 5 minutes it could take 30 minutes heaven help us if there's a new update that baby's going on all night long just walk away grab a snack or something but it takes time And it takes a willingness and you got to, got to click, you know, and I realize a lot of times in all my efforts to do and to want, and I think mostly my heart's in the right, right place, you know, I sometimes forget how important it is to receive and not just, all right, God, I love you, be with me, but to take the time. To go into worship and to just sit in God's presence without thinking of, uh, who can I share this with? What text can I do? To keep my phone in my pocket or in my jacket or maybe in another room because while that's a great resource, I'm downloading something more important than I can get on the internet. so grateful I'm just so grateful that we have a God who longs to give to us, who longs to pour into us, who doesn't expect us to work on our own, doesn't want us to work on our own and really as we receive and move forward through that we're not a gerbil we're God's beloved children and we have authority always wants to pour into us. And then with that beautiful, you know, that beautiful place where you're constantly just hearing from and receiving God, you can't help but overflow with his love when you start with that. People can't help but see. There has to be something behind you. And maybe they don't want to be you, but they want what you want, what you have. I want people to see me and want what I have. I can thrive without a whole lot of praise. I like praise. I like when people say nice things about me, but it's not really what I need. I definitely don't want to be in a place where people say, look at her and look at how great she is and somehow put me in the place of God. I don't I don't want that. It doesn't even help me. It almost kind of dehumanizes me. I need to be in a place where I'm receiving God and living in Him and receiving the love that he pours into me through others and actively receiving it in a way that I know I've got so much downloaded I can't help but upload to others because my cup overflows. Lord Jesus, you want our cup to overflow. You've given us more than enough. You've presented us with that eternal inheritance, Lord Jesus. Help us to go to the bank. Help us to have the faith and the awareness to continually be receiving what you would give us, Lord. Forgive us for the times that we try so hard to serve you that we miss the point and we miss you. We want you, God. You're what's important. We don't want to be spiritual gerbils. We want to walk with you. We want to enjoy the walk and be empowered by the walk. And at the end of the day, know that you've taken us somewhere. God, you're good and you're holy. We you deserve all the glory. In your name. Amen.